Hello and welcome to Get Schooled, student stories from across Kentucky, brought to you by the Kentucky Student Voice Team. I'm Emma Nesmith. I'm the executive producer of the podcast, and I'm joined today by some of my fellow KSVT members to talk about dress code and the experiences we've had with it in school. I'm Isha Badra, a senior at Franklin High School. Hey guys, uh, my name is Abraham Garcia. I am a senior at Ohio County High School. And I'm just so excited to be here today. Hello, my name is Sarah Faluji. I am a junior at Paul Lawrence Dunbar High School in Fayette County in Lexington, Kentucky. To start off, I'd just like to hear about what the dress code is like at your individual schools. Obviously, when we get our uh, student handbooks, uh, it's like a really thick packet of stuff. And let's be honest, who reads those? <laughs> we hand them off to our parents and stuff like that. Um, but the general consensus um, in Ohio County is um, no no visible piercings that are not like, um, you know, earrings uh, until very recently. Uh, not even nose rings, uh, n- nose piercings were were allowed, uh, but they, they actually did change that recently. Um, and then when it comes to uh, tank tops, you can't do like tank tops. You have to like cover yourself up, no shoulders showing. Um, and I think that is a very common situation. That might not just be the case for Ohio County. I think that is a, a, across the board. And when it comes to pants, uh, no ripped pants or nothing ripped uh, three inches above the knee or shorts. They cannot be shorter than three inches above the knee or a sticky note uh, for reference. Our dress code, um, I looked at it and it's pretty acceptable. Um, uh, I'm pulling from the dress code that they have posted. Um, the area from the armpit approximately four inches above the knee is must be covered with so, uh, solid fabric. Rips or tears in pants are below the four-inch line, so we're allowed to have rips in our pants. Shirts must have a strap. All undergarments must be covered, and then head coverings may be worn but cannot obscure a student's identity. So these are all things that are acceptable, which is, you know, you mentioned not being able to wear rips, and we're we're allowed to have rips. Um, So unacceptable things are midriff exposed, polar rips above the four-inch line, any apparel that uh, features legal or offensive language, uh, any uh, item that could be hazardous to student safety or used as a weapon is not allowed. That one is definitely interesting. How can you wear clothes that are hazardous? <laughs> um, also, shirts below the armpit line are not allowed. And then I think also with COVID, they've added like masks to be a part of our dress code. Um, so it it has shifted a little bit now because as of April, like not too long ago, maybe March, um, the mask mandate was lifted and it was, um, more so like optional and not very many people wear it as much, but I'm sure at the beginning of the year, it was more of a concern. 
So in terms of my high school, the dress code is pretty loose. There's not like any standard uniform or type of clothing really. It's your pretty loose sort of restrictions, no harmful imagery, nothing like that. And they do have some like arbitrary limits on how much you can reveal of your skin, like in terms of like thighs with like sh um, shorts and whatnot. But Generally speaking, those aren't super heavily enforced, so it's pretty much wear whatever as long as you're not naked. So in terms of the enforcement of the dress code, what is it like? Who does it? How do they do it? Do you feel like it's fair and even? And as a follow-up to that, what has it been like in your personal experience? And do you, have you had interactions with the dress code and personal experiences with being dress coded or witnessing dress coding? So it, I think, I don't know if it's the case at every school, but at least in Ohio County, it's, it's almost a, a hit or miss. You never know when the student's going to get caught or when they're going to get you know, dress coded. Uh, some students, as soon as they walk in through the doors, uh, they're dress coded. Or some students go almost, you know, throughout the whole school day without getting dress coded. But then towards the end, they do. It all depends on, you know, who might be the administrator or the teacher. It's really up to them. They make that decision. They have a lot of um, discretion when it comes to that. So that's their call. It also, it, it's very interesting because it always seems to be uh, the same set of students or same category of students getting dress coded. Uh, when it comes to our more athletic students, uh, they don't often go, they don't often get dress coded. They don't often, uh, you know, the rules typically don't apply to them as other students do. Uh, your more traditional student that might not be athletic or, you know, too, too outgoing. Um, we definitely notice that there. And when it comes to, uh, at least when it comes to the gender and enforcing that, they are, our, our dress code is disproportionately uh, targeting, I'm going to say targeting our female students. Uh, they get dress coded constantly. Um, I think that and it almost feels like uh, administrators and teachers might be looking out for the, the girls a little more than they do the boys because I've, I've definitely, I've seen it. I've seen um, some guys come in with really short shorts. Uh, our district is three inches above the knee. Uh, this, this kid and some kids wear them where one wrong move and I'm afraid something might show. Um, so it's, and they don't get, they don't get told anything. So if that says anything, you know, the, our dress code and I think the dress code in general uh, tends to, uh, affect females more than it does our male students oh 100 percent, i agree with you and um before i talk a little bit about my school i definitely want to just harp on the fact that like you said about athletes and just in general when i think about the repercussions or just consequences for their actions a very little um very few times does it actually happen athletes are generally are like given a light little warning about something and it gets a little frustrating in terms of like they should receive the proper punishment 
um, in regards to other things. Um, but it is interesting that you mentioned that athletes are generally like the ones, you know, violating the dress code, but also not really um, being affected by it as much. Um, but in terms of how my uh, administrators and teachers handle it, um, I would say that there are lots of girls um, who get pulled out of class um, and just stopped in the hallway. And I, I have one teacher in mind that, like, I hear him say, it, it, it's a man, <laughs> say very, like, off the, off the, off the chain kind of, not, in, not in a good way, um, things to female students, and he, he's, like, the, that some of the, my classmates are like, he's the only teacher who points it out, and makes me uncomfortable, and he sees it as a joke, and these girls have told him, like, hey, I don't, you shouldn't be pointing this out. Um, like, um, for example, I'm going to talk about some things he's said. Um, like, there's this one girl who wear, like, she'll wear, like, a jacket, but sometimes she'll, like, have it slightly off, and you can see, her, like, her spaghetti straps a little bit. And he's like, you know you're not in dress code, right? You need to go to the office. Like, like he'll, he'll, like, be a little aggressive about it, and sh she'll just be like, I'm just coming to class and like she'll sit down and then he'll be like oh it's just a joke like don't take it so seriously and it's just like well you're pointing out in front of especially like this is the engineering class where it's full of full of boys there's very few girls in that class and you're gonna sit here and point out the way she dresses and like traumatize her almost I feel like girls who have to go through this all the time are basically traumatized and told your body there's something wrong with your body like you shouldn't be especially um for girls who have larger chests that can't really help what their body looks like or just is larger in general they're more likely to get dress coded I feel than uh skinnier or more perceived um like the ideal body type I guess um but yeah I don't I just I just have one teacher that is very infuriating and um he'll, he'll joke about students and it's just like I you shouldn't be this is none of your concern this is not what you should be um worried about or pointing out at all um and I think I remember him saying one time to um, like a Muslim girl, because she was like dressing like out of dress code or whatever. He was like, "What would your parents think about this? Like, why are you like?" I'm just like, "Excuse me, like this is none wow. of your business." I know it's he's he's something else. So it's funny because um, I'm currently in high school, but in my middle school, it happened to be a very different sort of ordeal. But in my high school, I've never actually heard of anybody getting dress coded. I'm sure that it does happen, but I haven't heard of anybody that I know getting dress coded. And I've seen a wide variety of how like modest people can be in the kinds of like graphics that they have. So long as it's nothing super harmful, I don't really hear much about it. Um, if I may speak into a little more of the middle school experience, is that all right? Yeah, totally. Okay. When I was in my middle school, um, it was a lot more strict of a dress code. For the first two years, it was a lot about, like, um, you have to wear certain colors, like solid colored polos and khakis primarily. 
and things of that sort. Like you couldn't really wear jeans except if it was for a certain occasion. And in my eighth grade year, it got a little more lenient. But I saw there it was a lot more um, enforced. And oftentimes it would be more disproportionately enforced against girls. And I knew a couple people who got pulled out of class and whatnot. Um, I knew somebody who got pulled out of class for wearing something that was kind of like a crop top and had to wear um, some random clothes they had in the office and everything. Um, so there is that. So for me, I have never um, had issues with dress code in the sense that, like, I come from a Muslim background. I dress modestly. But that doesn't mean I'm still not impacted by it because um, I am a very empathetic person. I very much feel what other people feel. And I just, um, if I have any, I've had many of my friends just be pulled out of class or have like their male classmates stare at them weird or say that they're, they're distracting. Like I've actually had someone say that to a friend and I just lost it. Like... I, I'm not super confrontational, so I didn't go to this said classmate, but I, I'm i very much, if something happens to one of my friends or just a peer in general, I'll try my best to support them and be like, you don't deserve this treatment. Like, you need to advocate for yourself. This is not okay. So I would say that it has upset me and it has frustrated me just because I don't think that that my classmates or my friends should be viewed differently than me just because they choose to dress differently. Like, I'm always kind of been told that I'm like the quote-unquote model student or I'm always well-behaved and that's only because I follow a an ancient set of rules that I, I, I know that I benefit from them and I'm trying to use whatever privileges I have to make sure that those that are getting unfairly punished for those rules, I, I, that I'm helping them out, that I'm making sure that we try to balance the scale a little bit. Because I know that it is kind of balanced, like tipped over in my favor in some ways because I dress modestly, because I, I don't have any misconduct errors. Um, occurrences or anything like that um so that's kind of how I feel about it I try my best to not be complacent to try to at least do something about it because it's not fair and if I just kind of sit in my little corner and do nothing about it then I'm just letting the system continue to break more students to, to continue making more students feel bad about themselves or to just completely shatter their self-confidence or image so that that's definitely how I feel about it when I was in a school that had a lot more rigid of a dress code it was kind of uncomfortable because often what I ended up finding personally was that a lot of the clothes I wore because they had to be so specific ended up just kind of being hand-me-downs because it was I mean I could go into the back of an old navy I suppose and go browsing for um, polos every year but oftentimes I kind of just had the same couple of ones that I got from my older siblings and it when I finally when I transitioned to a school where I was allowed to wear more whatever I wanted to wear it was a lot more fun and honestly did benefit my mental health a little bit because I got to wear things that I felt 
expressed me better rather than the same, you know, bright pink cardigan and, you know, like khakis and things and whatnot. Um, in terms of how it's impacted my education, I wouldn't necessarily say that it's had the largest impact on my education. I think that either way, I've still been able to, you know, focus in my classes and whatnot. Um, it's mostly just been from a like emotional standpoint. I definitely do prefer not having a dress code because it just feels a little more restrictive. And like sometimes if I'm having like a stressful day at school, or if I know I'm gonna have a stressful day, I sometimes pick things that like make me feel better to wear and whatnot. So I definitely am not so much of a fan of how dress code was enforced for me personally. So I will also share sort of the saga of what's been going on with dress code at my school, because there's a lot. At the beginning of this year, my high school had a big old deal about the dress code. Basically, at first, um, for the first few months, it was like, no real dress code, wear what you want, fine. Okay, awesome, that was great. Um, and then they had an assembly, like almost halfway through the school year, and basically were like, here's a bunch of new rules. And one of, some of those rules were a very strict dress code that was like, no crop tops, no tank tops, shorts have to be mid-thigh length, no pajamas, no hats, no hoods, which hats and hoods don't bug me as much as the other things. Um, but it was all these things and all of a sudden they really started cracking down on dress codes and it was to the point where not only were girls getting told like put on a jacket change your pants blah 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 but girls were also getting like really singled out and almost harassed by teachers where there was one instance where a girl in my grade who pretty regularly got in trouble for wearing like a crop top or a tank top or something she was then having teachers literally as she would walk by them they were like oh i'm i'm glad to see you put on clothes today good to see you're you're wearing real clothes today which is so completely inappropriate um and i think part of the issue with dress codes in general is like the power imbalance that's created between the teachers and the students um when teachers either choose to enforce or have to enforce dress codes but basically so there was that whole thing and it was it became a really big issue where people were getting pulled out of class for really long periods of time to be lectured about their clothing and it it was not it was not going well and so basically a bunch of the students planned a protest and we were going to do we called it like kind of like a spirit week but for breaking dress code so it was like okay on monday we're all going to wear pajamas and then we're all going to wear crop tops and then we're all going to wear hats and then we're all going to wear short shorts and so on and so forth. And so we were planning this and everyone was spreading the word. And then the administra administration was kind of like, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. And they set up a meeting with kind of two or three of the girls who were, who were like being targeted the most and who had had so many issues. And they were like, okay, what if we make a student group that will um, help to co-design a new dress code that feels fair and equitable and not discriminatory and so the protest was called off because of that and so then for several months there was this phase where there was no real dress code and because they were redesigning it and so people could wear what they wanted again and then recently like in the past 
couple months, people have started getting dress coded again. And it's very strange because no students actually have seen a dress code since this whole snafu. And a lot of teachers haven't seen a dress code since this whole snafu. So it's like the guidance counselors and our like behavior people who will walk through the hallways. This has actually happened to me multiple times. I get dress coded about every other week. Um, and they'll be like, you need to pull your shirt down. You got to put on a jacket. You can't be wearing that. Um, and it's not polite. It's not compassionate. Um, and it's also only girls. And it's they're targeting girls who are wearing shorter shorts and girls who are wearing crop tops and girls who are wearing tank tops. And I literally the other day saw a boy walking around the school in a shirt that said, I heart hot moms. And no one had done anything about it because it was sixth period. So it was the end of the day and he had not been dress coded and it just feels unfair and really targeted towards teenage girls who a lot of the times are very aware and very insecure about their bodies and are choosing to wear things that make them feel good about themselves and then have grown adults telling them that their bodies are inappropriate and are distracting in a learning environment, which is really harmful. And right now, as an 18-year-old, you know, when I get dress coded, I'm mostly annoyed. And also I ignore it. Um, but as like a freshman, and especially in middle school, that was like deeply upsetting. To have a teacher tell you that what you were wearing was not okay, and especially they would make people um, go to the Beacon, which is like our resource center, and they have clothes there, and they would make you go and get clothes from like the lost and found and put them on. And it's just so, I don't know. I feel like a broken record saying this because I know like every other girl my age and even a lot of teachers are like, it's so inappropriate to be policing girls' bodies in this way because we're telling them that their, their education, which we interrupt by taking them out of class and forcing them to change clothes, is less important than the education of their male classmates who might be distracted by their shoulders or their upper thighs. And it's ridiculous but I feel like that's not a widely accepted stance for administrators or it must not be because they keep dress codes like this are still really common and I find it just so incredibly frustrating that in the year of our lord 2022 we still think it's okay to tell 11 and 12 and 13 and 14 and 15 and 16 year old girls that they have to cover up parts of their body because their classmates or teachers will find it distracting. Um, so that's, that's my very long rant about that. I know it's not an uncommon take, um, but gosh, it feels like it must be among adults because here we are still getting told about every other week that I need to pull my pants up higher or pull my shirt down lower so you can't see a strip of my midriff.
So now I'd like to open up a discussion about issues of equity as they pertain to dress code and also kind of the societal implications of these issues. Um, it's kind of an open-ended question. Take it wherever you see fit. Uh, religion obviously can play a, a big role. Uh, our dress code is not only modeled after what uh, white men have laid out as what is the standard for modesty or what is the standard uh, of being considered uh, appropriate, uh, but it's also Christianity that models this. Now, we're talking about white men and Christian, typically Christian. And so Christian values, you know, if you're Christian, you know, go right ahead and follow your religion. That is re perfectly respectable. But who are we to say that? To somebody who is not Christian, who might be uh, Jewish, who might be uh, a Muslim, who might be Hindu, who might be atheist, for all we know. We are a melting pot in our schools. I'm so glad that our schools are starting to reflect what America truly is and what America looks like. The only thing that's not reflecting what America is and what America looks like are our rules and how they're enforced. Luckily, um, as far as I know, uh, most of our teachers at Ohio County, if they do the dress coding, um, they typically do pull the student maybe outside of the classroom. I have not heard of any major incidents where the person basically gets publicly called out because that can be uh, embarrassing or, or mortifying in some cases. But I think that the 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 culture in general around uh, dress code and dress coding people is sort of demeaning. Or it, and it can be demeaning, and it tends to be demeaning, uh, because you know you're disrupted of your day, you're pulled aside or or publicly called out, and then I don't know uh, how your school handles it, but for us, uh, whoever gets dress coded either has to tape, put duct tape on uh, the ripped jeans or or pants or whatever, or cover up with like a jacket or a blouse of some sort, or um, they just call the parents and just ask them to. To bring them, you know, a brand new pair of, of everything so they can change into. Um, so maybe in just that alone can be demeaning. Uh, and, you know, having potential staff pull stunts like that is, I, I, I'm baffled. And it's quite frankly ridiculous, honestly. Yeah, it's just really disgusting. I just don't understand why we're so focused on what a child is wearing, what a student is wearing to class when we should be focusing on other issues that are impacting their learning more than what they're wearing. Like it is so frustrating to hear it, students be pulled out. Like for us, I think it's mostly like either you're pulled out of class and like, I think if it's a quick fix, they'll make you put on a jacket or something. Other than that, you like sit in the office and either if your parents like pick you up or you just sit there for the rest of the day, which defeats like, the whole purpose of like not disrupting class, it just feels so counterproductive. And like you said about the like demeaning part, what does that do to a young, especially young girls? How, how does that make them feel to constantly like feel like people are staring at them when they should yeah. be feel safe and protected at school so that they can learn? It is like 
that is the bare minimum yes like that for them to be able to to do well um the messaging then, the message yeah. it sends is powerful uh right. because we live in a culture that tends to be uh more sexist uh more i'm trying to find a good word more like secluded and having these dress codes and the way they're they're enforced i think reinforces this already um almost messed up mentality that a lot of people hold and and it's something that we need to work on not only as you know like individually but as a society society as a whole because there's this nature and this um almost thought that you know if you don't cover up or if you're not dressed decently or whatever decent means anyways because who sets those standards who 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 can who who am i to tell you what you can and cannot wear or what is decent what's indecent what's going to provoke this how about we start educating everybody uh to not only respect ourselves but to respect others for who they are and for what they're for what they're wearing uh, there should not be this fear. Oh, if you don't cover up, you know they're gonna get you. That is not the culture that we should be living in, and that is the culture that we need to avoid. And having dress codes like these and enforcements like these uh, will just keep nurturing that type of of culture. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Abraham. Um, in terms of the like you touched on, like the sexist aspect of culture that is really just rooted in kind of viewing women or young girls as objects before they're people. I also feel like um, Black or African American students are way more targeted in generally any type of misconduct or disciplinary action. They, um, those students are the ones who have higher rates of getting in trouble for things that honestly don't matter that shouldn't they shouldn't be getting in trouble for um but yeah i think women are viewed as objects which leads to them being treated in a manner that is not like is very disrespectful to their own well-being so another thing with like students of color is like especially um, black or African American students, um, they the way they address is sometimes um, deemed as quote unquote ghetto or it is not the proper way of dressing because the standards are set by white cis cishet men. So they're like you were talking about earlier, like what is the proper way of dressing? Um, those standards are set by white males who deem anything that is not that deviates from that as improper as incorrect as something that is a distraction so much pressure is put on women to cover up to figure out what they should be doing to protect themselves from dangers when men are the ones who are being distracted quote-unquote i a lot of this is in quotes because i cannot like believe that people think this way men or boys are distracted by shoulders by by legs like that is ridiculous we need to be teaching young boys and men that 
they need to be looking they need to be taught that this is not how you should view women this is not how you should view your peers you everyone deserves respect um it's just crazy to me because men aren't boys aren't treated that way at least for the most part right you don't see as many boys being told to cover up or viewed and as an object so i think i just wanted to touch on the culture of like the like the hypocrisy of it and just the so much pressure being put on young girls and women to do everything that they possibly can but unfortunately um like for me um i i've known hijabis or just women who cover up and are very modest still get assaulted or um still have things happen to them or being catcalled it doesn't matter what you wear as a woman you are going to have men conf- like bothering you and um uh, just demeaning you and unless we change that unless us as young people actively um shoot down any classmates that say things about the way another person dresses or we change how these dress codes are enforced or how the what the dress code even says the culture is going to stay the same we need to change the culture if we want um if we want students to be treated the, the way that they deserve okay so to close out um what are some recommendations you have for teachers, administrators, other people who shape dress codes? Back the very first step that should be taking, taken when we're having these conversations of, around setting what dress code is and around school policy and environment is including students in the conversation, current students, young people like you and me and the young people that are listening to our podcast because we are the ones that are going through high school. We are the ones uh, who are living through this generation. And so if we truly want to change it and we want it to be modeled after what we like, after what we feel comfortable, after what we want, we need to have a voice at the table. And so that is the main thing is having our voices heard. How do we do that? Being part of that conversation. Like I think first and foremost, I just think, Students should not be pulled out of class or being pushed off to the side, like pulled out of to the side to talk about their dress code issues. I don't think that should happen like ever. And I think just the phrasing of dress code and the phrasing of dress code enforcement should be more neutral and gender non-specific, if that makes sense. Because, um, like we've talked about this entire time, it feels way more targeted and disproportionate proportionately like tilted towards affecting young girls and I just think that um having those practices in place where um like you said having students involved in drafting the dress codes and um I think it's still important to maybe have adult allies a part of that just so we um have some frame of reference a little bit of balance but I definitely agree that students should be the ones dictating what uh, dress codes should look like. And honestly, the minimal rules, the better. Um, I'm sure there are plenty of schools in other states. Um, I'm trying to think of like maybe California or like New York. Um, 
that might have just very minimal dress codes and that seems to work um, in terms of like not getting as many disruptions or students in trouble. So I just think less is more in this situation and having student council um, with some supported adults would be the best approach to um, dress code. And I feel like in terms of like how, how it's enforced, it gets a little tricky, but I just think it should not be charged with negative language, if that makes sense. Um, if a student is violating the dress code, um, I just think that it should not be, you need to cover up, you need to be doing this. Um, you can just say, this is a uh, school policy. Um, we'd appreciate it if you were um, make, making sure you were following the rules, like some, something like that. I think that might not be the best phrasing of it, but um, bigger solutions, bigger picture would just be making sure that language isn't negatively charged. So something that I heard fairly frequently when I was in my middle school that had the dress code was that having a dress code um, in their perception made it more equitable for all students because you couldn't very readily judge people's socioeconomic status if everybody's wearing similar clothing, I think was at least part of the rationale, though I'm sure there was definitely more to it. Um, but I don't believe that's a misquote to say. Um, and to an extent, I understand where that comes from, but I also think it's important to note that you could still, due to accessorizing and whatnot, there was still noticeable differences. You know, people who were able to, like, spice up their outfits, so to speak, and otherwise. So I don't think it's necessarily an effective way to handle, you know, possible harassment, if that's an issue, across socioeconomic statuses. And I think there can be more done on a more policy level to regulate that. In terms of just general suggestions, I would say, I really just do think, I mean, have guidelines. You don't want people coming into school wearing like very harmful imagery on their shirts or whatnot. But I, I think just having loose guidelines and letting people wear what they want to wear lets students get to express themselves. And, you know, fashion may not be super important to a ton of people, but I know to, I know people who that's a very core part of their identity, being able to express themselves. And I don't think that being able to wear what you want to wear poses any sort of distraction in classes. I don't think it really, you know, changes who has, like, it, I don't think it really shifts any social dynamics of students in school, at least not in the way that I've seen. And I feel like, just personally, that there are ways that if you implement a dress code, it can very easily get sort of inequitable, you know, in my middle school, girls were the ones more likely to get dress coded. Um, so there, there are certain like imbalances like that. We as students and young people, we're not asking for much. We're just asking to be heard. We're asking to be understood. And we're asking to be respected. Um, and I think that that is something that um, every human being deserves. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Get Schooled. Please subscribe, share the episode, and leave a review. Also be sure to follow the Kentucky Student Voice team on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at KYSTU Voice Team. 
Also be sure to check out our blog at studentvoiceforum.org. Is there anything going on in your school or area that you would like us to cover? Be sure to let us know at podcast at kystuvoiceteam.org. That's podcast at kystuvoiceteam.org. See you all next time for another episode of Get Schooled.